Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I've been so busy trying to rearrange and reorganize and do all this moving stuff. And uh, so I had no idea about the submarine that everybody's been talking about until I walked out of the studio yesterday and several of my coworkers, including Andrew and Tommy, they're all wrapped up in it. That's all I can talk about. I don't really want to spend any time on it other than I just think it's uh, it's a ridiculous example of how much humans have evolved, but how we think that we are above the forces of nature, and we are in fact not. And uh, it's really sad what happened to those people. But also, I don't know, man, if you told me you're going to go to the bottom of the ocean uh, with a in, in a like submarine that's controlled by a PlayStation controller, I'd tell you, you probably have a high level of risk in that situation. So, um, bummer, but just remember, you can't cheat nature. You want us now, ESPN Radio. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Thursday. No show tomorrow. No show, excuse me, tomorrow. I have plenty of shoes. I'm giving half of them away. That's part of the house remodel and the house reorganization. There, there you go. There's an insight into my life. But uh, no show tomorrow. Uh, I'll be on the road. Got to go say... Uh, a bit ado to my uh, my aunt, who is very uh, big part of my life, and uh, miss her so much, and never will stop missing her. But uh, we'll go honor her tomorrow and keep moving forward. But no nuances now tomorrow. So appreciate you for tuning in here today. We'll be back at it on Monday. If you missed anything in the first hour of today's show, a couple fun guests, Paige Rasmussen, national championship cowgirl from Montana State, a Bozeman native, joined us to talk about her gold buckle. We also broke down the Big Sky Conference basketball scheduling, and we had our latest senior spotlight, Layla Bauman, Billings West product, who is headed to MSUB, one of the best basketball players in the state. She joined us uh, as well. All of that on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day whenever you're on the MSU campus. So uh, my first question for you, Chicken Does No Sports, why do we have so much stuff? Because we are over consumers. Why do we do that? I don't know. 
I'm in this process of like moving and meshing households. I've thrown away dumpsters full of stuff. Yeah. And I still have so much stuff. I'm trying to donate it so it doesn't go to the landfill or whatever, but it's just like, why do we do this? I don't know. We have so much stuff too. And then when you have kids, you just have even more stuff. And Ugh. my husband and I were looking at our garage and we we're like, okay, we just got to start getting rid of stuff. So we got rid of stuff, but our garage is still packed with stuff. You need a, <laughs> you need a shovel, you need a lawnmower, you need a snowblower, you need, you know, like all this stuff. And then it's just like, where does it go? Where does it go? Where do we do? Why I don't know. Doing it? I don't know. I don't have the answers. All I really want is my books, an adequate amount of underwear and new shoes. All the rest of it, buy, get get rid of it. You know, I'm getting that way with my clothes. Mm. I've, I'm really just wear the same stuff over and over again. So I'm like, do you know why do hanger, I have this? Do you know the hanger trick? Yes. Yeah, you turn okay. it the other way. Yeah, yeah. And then if you don't, yeah. It's effective. You know, yeah. it definitely makes you get rid of it. You're like, oh, yeah. I haven't worn this in two years. See you later. I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff in the clothes in the last year or so just because I'm like, I don't wear this. What I will am I say, doing? I will say there is a little bit better uh, sort of resources to, to get rid of your stuff these days. You know, you can... You can sell it to these sort of secondhand clothes stores, or you yeah. can donate it. There's yeah. a variety of donations: Salvation Army donation, warehouse, you know. YWCA is my favorite. YWCA, Bargain Corner, Goodwill, all these places. Mm -hmm. The other thing I think is such a great part, uh, such a great thing in Missoula is you can donate a lot of like your home stuff. Like, oh, I don't need this side table anymore. I don't need this wood anymore. You take it to like home, home resource. I know because it would. It just gives me so much anxiety Same. to like going to the dump and like having it just burn in this methane smoldering hellscape. It's just awful. You know, what's funny is I was thinking about this the other day because I was throwing out like a, a conditioner bottle or shampoo bottle because, you know, we can't recycle certain sure, plastics here. Sure. And I try to only buy clear because we can recycle clear. But uh, anyway, so I, I start know that <laughs> I start panicking when I like I would probably become a hoarder of plastic bottles to mm. avoid them going to a landfill, but I, I know better to not do that. But I could see myself going down that because I get so anxious throwing that stuff oh, away. For sure, hundred percent. Chicken does no sports here on ESPN Radio. Uh, I, I do think that there's a huge disconnect from most of the population. I don't think most people have been to the dump recently, mm. and or maybe ever. I used to when I worked for my old man. I used to have to do twice a week dump runs. Yeah. So I was very experienced in the dump. If you go to the dump often and you have to be working at the dump and like unloading stuff, it really makes you think about what you're going to throw away. I've been to the dump once and all <laughs> I could think of was how many bodies were in there. Oh, I mean, there's all sorts of thoughts that could happen while you're at the dump. None of them are positive. No, <laughs> no. It's, it's awful. Anyways, uh, we will be all organized and uh, I'll have a much more clear and... Uh, clairvoyant mind soon once this uh, this whole moving process is over. What's going on with you? Well, I'm just waiting for summer to start. Like, where's... It was 45 degrees this morning when I went on my walk. Uh, I know. It's supposed to be the summer solstice. It was the longest day of the year yesterday. Right. I was really feeling old. I had this whole group of friends in college that were from Homer, Alaska. And it, in certain areas of Alaska, the summer solstice is actually like a holiday because the sun doesn't go down. So they have like this huge party and you can, you can last as long as you want, whatever. But there's something going on for 24 hours because it's the longest day of the year, but it actually is a never ending day in certain parts of Alaska. So those guys brought the tradition down to Missoula. So when we were in our 20s, we thought it was just so fun to stay up all night. I certainly can't do that anymore. No, God. <laughs> and I was thinking last night, I was like, okay, I got done watching the Shaq documentary, which you got to watch. Oh, 
It was like 9.30. I was like, you know what? I'm going for it. I'm going to stay up until after midnight. It's the longest day of the year. Of course, I'm sleeping on the couch 45 minutes. <laughs> I can't even I feel so old. I can't even make it till 10 o'clock. Um, you got to watch The Shack Doc. What's though. it on? HBO. It's okay. four one-hour parts. Okay. Well, I have You'll to- love it. His, I can't wait. His mom is like your new hero. She's Does he talk about awesome. how he met me in Hollywood? <laughs> he certainly does. I figured. It's one time, Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, we're at the club. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, no, Shaq is uh, is super cool, and it's a great documentary. I saw this hilarious meme, and it was like, um, watch Shaq make normal things look tiny. And it was like, <laughs> he was holding like a can of soda or like a donut. It was so funny. It was, they- they were actual, and then they had Kevin Hart. They had him next mm-hmm. to Kevin Hart. It was so funny. Anyway. Anyway, so we want some summer. You're walking in the cold. It's I know it's been like in the 50s in my house because I haven't had the heat on because it's supposed Cause to be it's summer, summer and it's I not. Know. I know. Um, yeah, so, but that's okay. I'll, uh, I'm sh- I, we will appreciate all this rain and moisture in August, right? Because, I, I can't hope so. Yeah. Or it might just be the worst fire season ever because there's so much vegetation. I don't know. Oh, God. Why are you so negative? I know. I'm just trying to give both sides of the spectrum. All right. Well, let's try and be positive, uh, okay? Okay, so what's, what's what else is that? Well, did you know that bowling is a college sport? Uh, I didn't actually know that. Is it an NCAA sport? Let's look this up. I don't know, but it's come to the surface because there is a, a college in uh, Texas. Called it is an NCAA sport. College bowling. Wow. Stephen F. Austin State University. Yes, yes, Stephen F. Austin. Yep. I've been there several times. The bowling. Nacogdoches, Texas. The bowling assistant bowling coach was having an affair with one of the Wow. How do bowlers. you find this stuff? Actually, Andrew told me yesterday. Wow. Okay. So the assistant coach, he's about 32 years old or, you know, in his 30s. Yeah. He's having an affair with one of the bowlers. Okay. But here's where it gets even crazier. The head coach yes. is his wife. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So then he gets busted because she saw a text. Uh, the so wife the saw a text. assistant coach is a man. He's having an affair with a female athlete, and his wife is his boss and wife. Yes. Whoa. What so an idiot. <laughs> he's obviously been fired, probably sure. getting divorced. N- definitely. But the, it's all bad. But then it's so much worse because in his statement, he says... Well, it's not like I did anything illegal. I mean, my wife was looking on in my phone and she saw a text and it's not like there was anything bad in the text. Whoa. So basically he's like, I didn't do anything illegal, so it's cool. Man. D-bag. Unreal. Yeah. So, but listen, now we know that there's college bowling and maybe this will be a thing. You know, maybe sure. we'll be watching it. Maybe we'll get some sponsors. I don't, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think the uh, the the adultery at Stephen F. Austin is going is enough to, to make uh, college bowling okay. Stephen F. Austin is a, a name that's very recognizable around here because Stephen F. Austin, uh, for a good period of time, was a very good football program, and they played the Grizz uh, several times. Several of the biggest. Uh, Whippings in the history of Washington Grizzly Stadium, where the Grizzlies killing Stephen F. Austin. Oh, really? Well, because the way the the, pre- the bracket used to work used to be sixteen teams in the playoffs, and back then there was only two conferences out west: is the Big Sky Conference and the Southland Conference. The Southland's all the Texas schools. Okay. So they tried to branch it up regionally. So in the first or second round of the playoffs, the Southland team would always have to come to Montana. Well, the guys from Nacogdoches, Texas, are not doing so good in December in Montana. Right. And so I mean, like the, like the Grizz in '95 beat Stephen F. Austin seventy to seven. To go to the national championship in the playoffs. 70 to 7? In the playoffs, in the national oh. semifinals. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the biggest uh, destructions in the history of, of FCS football. So, wow. do you know anything about actual Stephen F. Austin? 
the person? The person. No. Known as the father of Texas. Uh, he was a general. And then, so Texas was an independent country for like 30 years before it was then absorbed into America. So that basically the two leaders of Texas at that time were Sam Houston, who's there's a university Sam named Houston after State him. Or yep, something, yeah. Yep, and then Stephen F. Austin. So, okay. And ironically, those two schools are rivals because they're right by each other. They've been the same conference. Even though those two men were not rivals, they were like partners. So did either of them hang out in the basement of the Alamo? (laughs) I don't know. They're, they're both a long ways from Huntsville is like dead center between Dallas and, uh, Houston and Nacogdoches is over by, uh, Louisiana. It's like far East Texas. You'd be very surprised at what it looks like there. It looks very much like where you live, like north of town. Really? Super heavy pines. It's not elevated, really? but it's like, it's like super heavy pine forest. Yeah. Wow. So Stephen F. Austin University is the Lumberjacks. It's a huge timber there area. There is only one Lumberjacks, and that yeah, is Northern true. Arizona University. True. But like, I think most people think of rural Texas, like West Texas. Right. Odessa Midland, yeah. oil wells, dusty. Desert, yeah. yeah. That's not how it is in East Texas. Interesting. People don't really realize that. Yeah, I would never have known. Uh, Nuwana is now ESPN Radio. Chicken doesn't know sports uh, here on your radio dial on your Thursday. Last day of the week for us here at Nuwana is now. No show tomorrow. We'll be back at it on Monday. Uh, What else you got going on? I have a new fear unlocked. Oh, oh good. This is great for you. I know. So this um, soccer goalie, a professional soccer goalie named Natalie, Natalie, I don't know. It's a guy. Okay. Anyway, whatever his name is. Pronunciation by Carolyn. Yeah, sorry. I couldn't, I can't. Okay. Attacked by a spider at the zoo. Was the spider in the zoo or was it just at the zoo? Unclear at this moment because I got my news from TMZ. Okay, my girlfriend would would die. She he would, almost she would, died. She would fall. He fall. almost died. The so, spider bit him three times, I think. Well, the spider like actually aggressively attacked this yes. person and bit him. And no one knows if this was a spider that was in captivity or just a uh, wild spider un- that's at the... Sp- I'm sure if I'd done my research, I could have that information. <laughs> what kind of spider was this? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. But he had to be in the hospital for three days. Oh, my gosh. I I don't even know. I I only have spider phobias to a certain point, like giant spiders. Mm-hmm. House spiders, most spiders in Montana, not a big deal for me. But We have hobos. We do, for sure. You can always tell if it's a hobo or a wolf spider because... Most other spiders will run away from you. Yeah. The ones that run towards you, okay, you need to smash that one. Oh. Yeah, so um, my aunt was bit by a brown recluse. Oh, yeah. And she was in the hospital for like a week. Oh, it makes your flesh decay. Yeah. We can't even get into the details. It's horrible. It's awful. So I'm not sure if this guy was like, you know, at some zoos you go in and you can pet a spider or whatever. I don't know what the deal is. I don't even know what zoo it was at. All I know is, oh, that's all I know. Unbelievable. So, might, you're, so you're not going to the zoo anytime soon. No, I'm not really a zoo person anyway. Yeah, as, zoo, as, zoos make me feel bad. Bad, yeah. As my husband likes to point out, we live in a zoo. Like <laughs> there are bears and mountain lions and deer everywhere. We're good. We it's don't need true. to go see them in cages. It's true. I don't even. I can't even find this on the internet. So moving on. Check okay. out no sports here. <laughs> Talking <laughs> spider attacks at zoos. What else you got today? Well, I have some very exciting news. Okay. Dwayne Wade. Uh, Dwayne Wade's a prominent part of the Shaq documentary. It was oh. great seeing him. He's such just a happy, positive guy. Love him. Million dollar smile. Yeah, he's great. He gave some advice to the new drafts, the new NBA drafts. The, the NBA draft is the, tonight. Uh, I, I believe we'll have it here for you on uh, ESPN Radio. Actually, that's not true. We're going to go right into the Missoula Palace. We'll have full coverage for you on ESPN Radio throughout the weekend and uh, on Monday as well. He 
obviously listens to the show. For sure. Because he told these guys, number one rule, manage your money. He said, get in with people who know what they're doing and you trust, but also keep an eye on it. Don't just put all, give all the trust to this person. You've got to be involved, take those paychecks, see where they're going, be, you know, be responsible. Yeah. And uh, it made my mama heart so happy. <laughs> well, D-Wade's certainly done well in that element, no doubt about it. And, $200 uh, million dollars in contracts over it, the years. Oh, yeah. I mean... See, I, I do think the manager money thing is a very adequate piece of advice, especially because most guys aren't going to make $200 million. I also think, though, if you get to the point where you're Dwayne Wade and you make $200 million, I don't think you have to manage much of anything. Yes, you do. <laughs> what kind of advice is that? I of mean, course you do. You can blow three quarters of that money and still be set for life. Listen, trust me. Yeah. Not that I know, but <laughs> I know that if you are not managing it properly, you know... These these kids are working so hard to get to the NBA. No, Don't sure. blow it. You no, know? for sure. For sure. Do, what do you know about Victor Webanyama? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Victor Webanyama is a 19-year-old French kid who mm. is about to be the number one overall pick. He is listed at seven foot five and a half. Oh my god! But there's rumors that he's actually seven foot seven or seven foot eight. He doesn't want to be listed at any taller than seven five and a half, though, because the tallest player in NBA history is seven seven and a half. He doesn't want to be the tallest player in NBA history because he thinks that makes him a freak. Aww. As if being seven five and a half isn't right. enough. He also has uh, more than one hundred inch wingspan. His wingspan is more than eight feet. It's the longest wingspan ever measured at the NBA Combine. He can reach up and grab the rim standing on the ground. Who's going to have first pick? The San Antonio Spurs are drafting him number one overall. Okay. There's no question about it. It's the most surefire number one He's pick literally just going to walk James. up and just be like, boop. And Here's the other parts. The kid can move. He can jump. He can dribble. He can shoot. If he comes to his full potential, he's he's a one of a kind. He's ne There's never been a player like him. Wow. Well, I hope he's well taken care of. And he is an unbelievable young man. He is... Um, it's very clear that his parents and his family knew that they had something very, very ridiculously unique when he was very young. He's been training for this moment. And all this stuff you always talk about, managing your money, having a good publicist, style, all that stuff. He has all of it. Good. He's totally set up. Good. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I really hope he does. The The problem is that when you're that big, if you get hurt, you just can't really get unhurt. Like, yeah. he can't hurt his feet. His feet have to stay intact. Yeah. Because that's what just happens. Just wrap them in bubble wrap. That's what happens to all those guys. Because you're, I mean, if you break your. How big do you think his feet are? What oh, size? I mean, high 20s, for sure. How tall are his parents? I don't even know, actually. Uh, I am intrigued. Yeah, you should look him up. He's, he's very unusual, okay. for sure. Well, I hate that he thinks he's a freak. That makes me sad. Uh, well, you know. You can handle being a freak when you go and make $100 million, and that's what he's about to do. So true, 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 true. Okay, cool. <laughs> Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. Uh, NBA draft coming up later on tonight. What else you got? Check out No Sports, by the way. Carolyn joining us. Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Rodge. Um, he was at the 2023 Psychedelics Conference. Oh, boy. Giving a speech um, on psychedelics. Okay. And basically claiming that they have helped him in his career. Yes. He says... The, his main goal is to like, let's decriminalize this, you For know, sure. which I agree. Um, I think if it's managed right, I've heard great things about For psychedelics. Sure. For sure. Um, so he says the ayahuasca really helped focus him and center him. And of course he dropped all of his stats, you know, that 
Of course. He had to make sure everybody knew how many touchdowns he's thrown and all that crap. But yeah. he um but he said that lots of professional athletes have reached out to him saying like that they agree with him and that they but they they just can't they don't come out about it for some reason. Here's here's my thing with this. I don't have a problem with what Aaron Rodgers is talking about. I just have a problem with the fact that Aaron Rodgers can't stop talking about himself. Right. Agreed. I totally think that, I mean, I thought one of the most interesting books I read over the last year or two was How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan, who's the you know famous former New York Times writer who then has written several books. There's a Netflix documentary about that uh, book as well. It's very interesting. Uh, we've had some p- folks in here, uh, Emma's little broadcasting, yeah. talking about some of the psychedelic therapy, and they they guide people through it, like as therapists. And I, I've gotten to be friends with Adam Boomer, who's a former Grizz linebacker, who's working in this realm of therapy. I think it's really really interesting. I do think it's very very beneficial for people that are doing it for you know medical healing reasons. I just think it's so funny, like. The thing that ails Aaron Rodgers the most, ironically, is how much he's obsessed with himself. Totally. His whole thing would be, if he wants to find true transcendence and clarity, stop being so self-absorbed. Exactly. That's the whole obstacle that he hasn't been able to conquer. Right. Well, um... Let me tell you about me. Yeah, God, I mean, that was... The, so that, annoying. I know. That was kind of the whole thing was... I get where he's coming from saying like, look how successful I am. And I feel like I owe it to this. That's great. For sure. But it's, if he didn't do that all the time, for sure. And if it would have been, it was like, if he was giving seminars to a captive audience that like, okay, come hear this man speak about how this has helped him. Okay. I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. Yeah. When you're just popping off on a podcast, oh yeah, I've been doing ayahuasca. It's doing great. You just want people to think you're like outside the box or something. Yeah. Well, that darkness retreat clearly didn't help. <laughs> oh, man. The thing that's going to be so sad for these guys is when they have don't have a platform anymore and there's nobody for them to tell all their stupid stories to. Right. I don't know if that'll ever happen for Aaron Rodgers, actually. But I don't think so by either. By the time he runs out of shelf life, the world will probably just be over. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio, presented by the Hype House and Hot House Yoga uh, if they've been missing me, it's because I've been moving. So I'll be back. I promise. I'm going to need some big time yoga after moving this freaking bed up the stairs yeah. this weekend. Well, um, I'm trying to get Andrew to go tomorrow at noon. Mm, he needs it. He said his hip hurts. So yeah, yeah. he's he might be going with me. So we'll, well see. Well, let's make sure he doesn't die first and foremost. But He uh, has to hydrate. Got to hydrate. Yeah. No, he might die. Uh, Hot House Yoga down there, uh, downtown Missoula. And then uh, the Hype House right there on Tool Avenue. Great places to... Uh, pair together or do individually for your uh, daily and weekly workouts. All right, what else you got? All right, my last story is a big announcement. Okay. There is a big fight at the Vegas Octagon coming up. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know where you're going with this. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. They're not actually going to fight. Stop. So apparently Zuckerberg is launching a Twitter-like platform. Okay, first of all, there's no way that Mark Zuckerberg could fight anyone. That's what's so funny about there's it. There's just no way. I mean, I'm sorry. Unless he's using like Jedi mind tricks, he's not beating anybody in a fight. Did you Elon agree? Musk is pretty big, isn't he? I don't know. He's not I mean, like he's Mark not, Zuckerberg. No. Mark Zuckerberg is like the king of the nerds. So... He, I guess Mark Zuckerberg is launching like a Twitter-like platform through mm-hmm. Meta. Okay. And Elon Musk was like, I'm going to fight you or something like that. Oh and then he, and then Zuckerberg was like, fine, tell me where. And then 
Elon said the Vegas octagon, da 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 da. So oh all I know is it would be the funniest thing to watch. It would be horrible. It would be so disrespectful to martial arts and fighters <laughs> for sure. I mean, God. Did you ever see the wedding singer? Oh, of course. Do you remember when the old man goes to punch, um, what's his name? The, oh God, the guy that's marrying Drew Barrymore. He goes to oh, punch yeah. him and then it just like stops. Guess, what's his name? I forgot, but. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. But he like goes, he winds up to punch him and then just like stops at his face. Yeah, yeah. That's what I picture it looking uh, like. Remember Celebrity Deathmatch? Yeah. The claymation? That's, yeah. That's what this is really like. Well, I would watch this fight. I'm not going to lie. I mean, we all would. Yeah. So maybe maybe this would be good to do. I don't know. For charity? We are Rome. There's just no <laughs> doubt. Imagine if we regressed to that where we, anybody could just call anybody out. We could just fight. Maybe that's what we need. Oh, there's a lot of me that thinks that that's definitely what we need. Yeah. There's a lot of people you can tell didn't get in fights when they were young because they talk smack to people's faces and they have no repercussions whatsoever. Right. Oh, the best part of the Shaq documentary is when he's... So, remember Greg Ostertag? The he's, name he sounds was, familiar. He was a big, dorky guy. He was the center for the Utah Jazz. Big, dorky white guy who played with Stockton and Malone. And he was like the ultimate foil. He wasn't very good, but he was like seven feet tall. So, he just could kind of mess stuff up in the middle. And... uh he and Dennis Rodman certainly had a big-time rivalry. Okay. But he and Shaq also had a big-time rivalry because Ostertag would just foul Shaq so hard all the time because he knew he couldn't shoot free throws. Well, then Ostertag goes to the papers and talks about how fat Shaq is and how he has no skill. So Shaq goes and finds him before a game and slaps him. Just He doesn't punch him, just slaps him and just drops him to the ground. And Shaq ends up getting suspended. But in the I front, was wondering, did he get... He got suspended okay. and, and he got fined $10,000, which is such a sign of the times. Today, yeah. This day and age, he'd get fined a quarter million he'd dollars. He'd be canceled. For sure. Um, but just listening to Shaq talk about it is just so funny on this deal. And I just I imagine that scene, Shaq just slapping a guy right before I mean, the game. I mean, if Shaq, luckily that guy was seven feet tall, but if that guy, if Shaq slapped like you or me, we'd be like, it would be like across the room. I know. Because he's so large. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, he dropped him for yeah. sure. Um, one last, last thing. Yeah, yeah. Our buddy, um, Jovic, Jovic, what's his name? Jokovic or, jo jo or Jokic. There's Jokic, two. The, the basketball, basketball player. Nikola Remember, jo Nikola Jokic. He didn't yeah. want to go to the parade. Oh, yeah. And now there's all this video of him just partying and I having mean, the best time ever. It makes me so happy. For those that haven't spent time in Denver, Denver is certainly one of the great party towns in the country for sure. Uh, it's also just so funny to me, though, how it's very clear that these guys for the Nuggets hadn't really partied that much in Denver until they won the championship. And now they're all partying like they're 19. Yeah. Like Aaron Gordon's just walking around the streets, just chugging Modellos with no shirt on, and he's just inciting riots everywhere. Just doesn't care. Just loves it. There's just a hundred people trying well, to touch him. Well, let's face it. The, the Nuggets haven't really. They never won a championship. Yeah. So, like, no, it's the first championship by any Denver team in in years. So, yeah, for sure. So I think it's no. Jokic in his like Hawaiian shirt and his sunglasses on, just, just like just having the best time ever. Dancing and it drinking makes me his so like happy. lemonade. He's smiling. Oh, so funny. Is he not drinking alcohol? I think he's drinking some electric lemonade. I don't know. It's just some sort of yellow drink that oh. he keeps drinking. Red it's, Bull and vodka? Yeah, yeah. And then there's Christian Braun. He's on the bar shirtless. I don't even know if this kid's old enough to drink, but nobody cares. No. <laughs> well, I mean, I just love it. I just love that he's like, all right, let's just embrace it this. It really is funny, though. My brother and I were talking about this. Part of being such a like hyper-competitive athlete, you used to just go hard in all elements of your life. So a lot of pro athletes had 
pretty bad habits or like they drank way too much. Mm-hmm. These guys don't drink that much anymore because like they just understand how important lifestyle and health is. Yeah. So it is so funny when they have when these they... celebrations because they're these huge guys and they can't drink at all. No. Like Aaron Gordon, his first interview, he was like, they're like, how you doing? He's like, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm like feeling it big time. I drink like four Modellos. It's like, dude, you're like 6'10". That's hilarious. Most 6'10 guys could drink like 30 Modellos right. and you're having four. Well, good for them. I, Living no, it up. It's just like the Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski thing, right. right? Gronk's chugging the bottle of champagne. Tom Brady's had one glass and he's like, he's like giggling like a little I know. God. It's amazing. Well, good job by the Nuggets. Yeah. And I'm glad that the Joker uh, had some fun times. Me too. Uh, he deserves a little fun. He certainly wanted to go home, but yeah. uh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Chicken Does Those Sports presented by the Hot House. I'll be back next week, I promise, and the Hype House. I can't wait to get back in that routine as well. They got spin classes and strength classes down there at the Hype House and uh, hot yoga. Pretty self-explanatory, but great for your uh, holistic health, both of them. Appreciate them for bringing you the Chicken Does Those Sports uh, here on ESPN Radio. Thanks, Carolyn. Thank you. Talk some baseball, including the Red Hot Missoula Paddleheads right after this. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. One, two, three. What is now on ESPN Radio. Man, I haven't heard that one in a long time. Little Garth Brooks coming back for you here on your Thursday. Hope you're having a great week. This is the end of the week for us. We'll be back at it on Monday here on Nuanas Now. But I appreciate you spending time today, this week, this summer, and any time that you make time uh, for us. You're listening on 1029 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We are about to the point where they call it the dog days of summer. It feels like the Paddleheads just started. The Pioneer League just started. But we're already in the heart of the race, 26 games in to the first half. And in Major League Baseball, we're getting closer to about the halfway point of the season. They're about 77 games in. 81 is the midway point. Right now, Major League Baseball, one team over 50 wins. That's the Tampa Bay Rays. They're five games up in the uber-competitive American League East. Only division in Major League Baseball with five teams with winning records is the East. Yet, Tampa Bay still has a healthy five-game lead. It's time for Diamond Time. It's presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. 
We're joined now by Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. He'll be on the radio tonight and pretty much every night this week and pretty much every night this summer uh, as the uh, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads for yet another year. So we appreciate his contributions on the play-by-play side as well as on the uh, commentary side here uh, on the radio. Uh, Jeff, before we get into the Paddleheads, um, I I know a lot of people were pretty high on the Rays coming into this year, but uh, are we surprised that they are uh, in such control in one of the toughest divisions in baseball? Well, I don't think anybody expected them to just come out and blow the doors off it the way they have and to be as strong as an offensive team that they've been. I think that's been the biggest surprise with that Ray squad because you think about them with all the pitching that they've had in recent years, even going back as far as 2008 and those squads when they were making it to the World Series with Joe Madden and all the sabermetric stuff but to see them just playing well at home just doing things the way they're doing it's just been crazy to see but we've seen some other teams start to kind of sneak in to the race in that AL East race also how about Baltimore that young squad they've been building it up so much over the last couple of years all these heralded prospects, and now they're finally putting it together. Well, it's great for the city of Baltimore because they've had great baseball tradition. They've won multiple World Series championships in Baltimore, but it's been a very long time. But Camden Yard is one of the great venues in baseball, and they had such great teams. for. I mean, they're always competitive, and then they just fell off, and they were so horribly bad. So it is nice uh, that some of that prospecting and and, uh, prospect development is paying off. But as Jeff mentioned, the Rays, 32-8 and eight at home. Unbelievable. A plus 146 run differential, which is a full 40 runs better than anybody else in Major League Baseball. The Atlanta Braves, the only other team with a triple-digit run differential thus far. Braves at plus 106. Uh, anything else in the world of Major League Baseball right now that's really standing out to you, Jeff, or anything that you've been digging on? Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about the NL West, which your Giants are in, and they're surging right now. But also, uh, the Padres continue to flounder. Nobody really knows what's going on there. And it's not the Dodgers leading the West. It's the Diamondbacks leading the West. So that's been sort of a topsy-turvy division as well. Yeah, the NL West has been a little bit all over the place. You mentioned the Giants. They got off to a pretty slow start to the season, but just wrapped up kind of Equating it to the Paddleheads, just wrapped up a 10-game winning streak. The Padres finally took down the Giants today in a day game. But Missoula also had a 10-game winning streak, just wrapped up on Father's Day. Just kind of bring that subject full circle. But you're right. Who expected to see the D-backs where they're at right now? Maybe seeing them playing better. and Another team with a lot of young talent. But to see them leading the NL West at this point, that's surprising. And to see the Dodgers where they're at, that's a bit surprising as well. With, you know, you're thinking about a lot of the players that have led this run the last couple of years, obviously still around. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Clayton Kershaw, a number of those guys having good seasons as well to this point. But we're at this point in the season where it's not time to hit the panic button. Still, the month of June has still got the trade deadline coming up. Still got a lot of baseball left to go. So it's enough baseball there to have some storylines and some things to look at, but still a long trek ahead also, especially for some of these teams maybe not 
playing so well to this point. And not playing well, let's talk about the whole AL Central. No kidding. Guardians, the Twins. Who the heck's going to play some decent baseball there? Unbelievable. The, the Central really is struggling, especially because the Guardians are supposed to be good. The Twins are supposed to be pretty good. The White Sox are supposed to be contenders. None of them are playing very well right now. The, the Tigers are leading the division with a dead 500 record. It's it's uh, Diamond Time. Jeff Safford, voice of the Missoula Paddleheads, joining us here on Nuanas Now. It's presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit nwmsrocks.com slash upgrade Montana to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Jeff, you mentioned the Paddleheads uh, winning streak. Last time we had you on, the winning streak was continuing to build. It did end on Father's Day at 10, but then the Paddleheads have won a couple more since then. So when you add it all up, I think they've won 12 out of their last 14. They've also won 18 of 21 since Labor Day. And after a 3-3 three and three start, this Missoula Paddleheads team sits at 20-6, and six. And they are a full six games clear of the Glacier Range Riders in the north. So, uh, tough to see the 10-game winning streak uh, snapped, I'm sure. But uh, they got right back on it and got a couple wins against the Idaho Falls team that they're seeing for the first time this year. Yeah, the first couple of games opposite the Idaho Falls Chuckers. Um, number of familiar faces from the last couple of seasons. Players that have been here before. Talking... Um, talking about and guys that have been in Missoula before also thinking about Brandon Boning their second baseman tonight Sam Troyer two guys that spent time in Missoula in 2021 and 22 both with Idaho Falls last year and once again this season starting pitcher tonight Daniel Silva another guy that has been around the last couple of seasons here in Idaho Falls some turnover with their coaching staff with Bob Malacki and Billy Butler, two former big league guys still in the dugout. And manager, an interesting story also, a new manager. Billy Gardner had been around the last two years, guy linked to the Cardinals system. But Dave Clark, their manager, first-year manager this year, actually spent about 10 years as a big league player and coach. He even was an interim manager at one point for the Houston Astros back in 2009. So it's interesting to see all this big league attributes, so to speak, with this Idaho Falls club. First two games, though, they have really struggled in pretty much all aspects against this Paddleheads team. Offense for the Paddleheads have put up 14 runs two nights in a row. The score has actually been 14 to 7, first two games of this series. And one of those instances where I felt the final results wasn't really even, didn't really indicate how lopsided it really was. Both starting pitchers have pitched great so far in this series. Calvin Pilot picked up a win. Alfredo Villa. Those two guys combined. Two of the top starters in the league in terms of wins. Villa, 4-0. Calvin Pilot leads the entire league in wins with five. So combined, they're 9-0 starters. Alfredo Villa also the league leader in strikeouts. So it hasn't just been the offense. We've touched on how potent this offense has been. They're averaging over double-digit runs per game in games at Allegiance Field, Ogren Park. But not to be forgotten has been the starting pitching. Zach Penrod, scheduled go tonight. He has been great so far in his last couple of starts also. So a couple of new faces brought in. Calvin Pilot, Fredo Villa, Izzy Fuentes, all three guys that pitched in this league last year with different franchises. have all come here to Missoula. Zach Penrod in that category also getting the start tonight. 
So adding some of these new pitchers that have had success in other places, all putting it together here with Missoula this season. Michael Slack obviously has done a good job constructing this roster. Voice of the Paddleheads, Jeff Safford joining us here on Nuanas now. It's diamond time. We do this each week. Talking about all things baseball, but a heavy emphasis on the Pioneer League. It's presented by Northwest Motorsport. Visit NWMS Rocks backslash Upgrade Montana. So that's nwmsrocks.com slash Upgrade Montana to check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. The Paddleheads, one game tonight in Idaho Falls, then they're back home for a three-game set against the Chuckers. Jeff, what do we think of this uh, format that's been going here for a little while where you play the team uh, six games but home and away? How, how have you seen it sort of influence the action? Well, it's been interesting to see these six-game slates. It's been a little bit more broken up this season. Three games here, three games there. Like, next week will be a good example of that where the Paddleheads will see their first three games of the week in Great Falls at Centene Stadium. And then next week... Back-to-back fireworks nights, um, June 30th and July 1st. Next weekend, kind of early start to that 4th of July weekend, you'll see the Glacier Range Riders in town for a three-game series. So it's been split up a little bit more than last season. But when you see these six-game slates, you really start to see things kind of built upon itself. It almost feels like one large game, so to speak, at times, where... You see these storylines start to build up, and especially if you see a little bit of drama, something like that. You know, we saw the little kerfuffle with Austin Bernard in that Rocky Mountain Vibes series the first week of the year where things had built up over a couple of days, guys jawing at each other, so that can happen at times. But so far, it's been Paddleheads just kind of focusing on trying to get the best at-bats that they can, and so far, it's been working out pretty well for him, that's for sure. You will have your first chance to see the Idaho Falls Chuckers this season. They'll be in Missoula Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then next week, the uh, Paddleheads are out uh, in Great Falls Tuesday through Thursday. But then they'll be back in town against the Glacier Range Riders, as Jeff just mentioned. Sort of an early kickoff to the 4th of July weekend weekend. Uh, fireworks nights coming up on June 30th and July 1st down there uh, at the Paddlehead Stadium. Uh, last thing for you, then, uh, Jeff, what can people expect this weekend with the Paddleheads back in town? Well mentioned it with the Paddleheads averaging over 10 runs per game, 11.8 at home. You can expect a lot of maybe fireworks on the field with the offense just rolling so far. A lot of guys swinging the bat exceptionally well. Got a few good about Patrick Chung. He was with us the Inside the Dugout podcast that you can check out. Part of our ESPN network of podcasts. Patrick Chung, a great guy, and he's been having a fabulous season. Second in the league in batting average. Keaton Greenwalt is first in the league in RBIs as well. And also have to shout out a couple of paddleheads. Now no longer with the team, but for good reason. Cam Willman signed by the Minnesota Twins organization and announced today Mark Timmons, pitcher, Spent last season with the club, as did Wilman last year. But Timmons, out of University of Nebraska, Omaha. Wilman, out of University of New Mexico. Wilman going to the Twins and announced today Mark Timmons, signed by the Angels organization. So now 15 paddleheads since 2021 
have been signed by affiliated clubs. So awesome stuff. Very good. Love knowing all that sort of stuff, and we appreciate you for tracking it all down. He's Jeff Safford, the voice of the Missoula Paddleheads. You can find him pretty much every night this summer. Mondays are the pretty standard days off there in the Pioneer League. Pretty much every other night, Jeff will be on the radio from about quarter till seven until whenever the game ends, including tonight on the call as the Missoula Paddleheads play at the Idaho Falls Chuckers, uh, the third of that uh, homestand there for the Idaho Falls team, and then they'll be in Missoula Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll check back in with Jeff next week. But good luck on the call this weekend, man, and then we'll catch up with you soon. But thanks for being here. You know, problem, Coulter, and I hope to see you at the field real soon. There you go. Jeff Safford. It's Diamond Time. Presented by Northwest Motorsport. Check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting nwmsrocks.com backslash upgrade Montana. More on Nuanas Now right after this. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. I remember being a kid and I remember my aunt and uncle bought a five disc CD changer and uh, I couldn't believe how cool I thought that was. And I remember the first CD I ever played in it was the Brooks and Dunn album we were listening to today. And uh, I'm going to my aunt's funeral tomorrow, I guess, memorial of her life, celebration of her life. And so I was just playing some tracks that that reminded me of her. So uh, thanks for thanks for letting me do it. It's uh, It's a great... Avenue of self-expression for me to uh, to curate the music for this show and uh, let music do what it does best, and that's just you know conjure up the nostalgia, make us remember people and places and moments in time, and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. I certainly do. Snowat is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in the show today, you can always find it. On the Nuanas Now podcast, which is probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, visit goblackfoot.com, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day, anytime you are on the MSU campus. Uh, the NBA draft is uh, fast approaching. Victor Webb and Yama certainly expected to be the number one overall pick, but who will be the number two pick, Brandon Miller or Scoot Henderson? How do the dominoes fall? What sort of big-time guys are going to be traded? We're not on the air tomorrow, so we won't be able to recap all the pandemonium that's going to go down in the NBA until Monday. Uh, but it should be, I think, just because of the the people that are available both in the draft and also potentially in free agency or on the trade market, I do think these next couple days are going to be pretty wild in the NBA. They're also going to get a ton of exposure because what the hell else is going on? U.S. Open already finished up for golf. Uh, There's no Grand Slap tennis coming up for a couple weeks. The NBA playoffs are obviously over. The Stanley Cup playoffs are obviously over. So uh, the NBA draft and offseason is going to take center stage here over these last, or I should say these next couple weeks leading up to free agency there on July 6th. Appreciate everybody who tuned in today. Appreciate everybody uh, who's always following along. And uh, just love doing this every day. So thanks so much for always listening We'll be back at it on Monday. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful weekend and be good. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. 
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 